Mafia, what's happening? We're back, baby. We're a little late, but I I had a long week. I had shit I had to do. So whatever. I'm a little late on it, but we had it out and we're getting it out to you. This is the Mafia edition of the Old New York again. And if you've been a slouch and you haven't followed the Instagram, if you've been a slouch, I'm going to kick you in your kidneys until you crouch. Follow the fucking Instagram, the Old New York underscore. It's too simple not to look up real quick. It's probably like 30 clicks on your phone. You can get that done in seconds. Follow the Instagram. We got clips coming out. We got other stuff and other content coming out. And it's the same thing for the TikTok. The old New York underscore. Follow it immediately. Por favor. De nada. You got to follow it. And we're going to have some fun stuff going on there. And if you have any small businesses, hit me up. We haven't had an ad read in a while. We got to get another one going. Uh, But this is the Mafia edition. We're back. Uh, Another unfortunate week for the Bills. Uh, it's just been a shit week for me too. It's just like, it's just been a bad week in Buffalo. People are driving like idiots and we just need to, we need to let this one go. Uh, it's just another, another loss that just feels like it was just in the, it was there for us if we really went out and got it. And we just didn't this week, which really stinks. We lost to Jacksonville 25-20. If you live under a rock, uh, we dropped to three and two on the season. We're second in the AFC East, so there's nothing to fucking worry about. We're gonna be fine. Um, but just just before we talk about any part of this game, I just have a, a little list. It, it's not a little list. It's a bit of a list. It's it's a little uh, it's a, a moderately sized list that I'm gonna read you guys, and I'm gonna tell you what the list is for. Afterwards, for dramatic effect. But I'm just going to let you in on this list, and I'm just going to just want you to listen to it, okay? Thank you. I appreciate you taking the time. Basically, the way this list starts is a bunch of players' names. First of which is, I want to say his name, Jonathan Gaines. John Gaines is second. Then it leads down to Marlon Mack. I think that's Greedy Williams. I'm on a website that's not a... Very accessible website. Garrett Williams, excuse me. Uh, This is a bad idea. This list is way too fucking long and this website's really bad. So you know what? I'm going to put that down. Uh, But I I tallied up the amount of significant injuries. IR, out indefinitely, out for this period of time. That came down to whether they were lower body injuries, specifically knees and Achilles and tendon type injuries, and head and neck injuries, concussion protocols, all that shit. And I was doing the list at work, and I was doing it right before I got back from break. And I think it's a little lackluster because I'm rushing. So I'm going to retally the list. But it's a significant fucking list of the NFL injury report right now that you can take a look at. I would suggest going on Cover3.com, even though I just shit on their list a little bit. I had to click on each of their names, and I'm not doing that because my phone's slow. But it's a long fucking list that is just significant knee injuries and head and neck because we talked about this last week, and I'm mad I'm here again doing it. But holy shit, the fields are a problem. They are a fucking problem. 
and nobody's taking the time to talk further about this. It's, it's being said, the noise is heard, but it's like it's not moving. And I saw a video of the field, and obviously I, at this point in the week, you've probably seen that uh, the NFL rolled out turf onto that field because it's normally a grass fucking field. <clears throat> but they rolled out their turf for God knows what reason. And at this point in the week, you've also probably seen that there was an unnamed Bills player complaining about how they were playing on fucking concrete. Almost verbatim. I can't remember the whole quote. Come on. And I I haven't even touched the Milano injury. Because it's not involving turf. And I'm not going to sit here and complain about something. It's not really involving turf that much. Was it a factor? Yeah, but I think it was Tim Settle's fat ass falling on his leg and blowing it up. But these fields are a problem. And I saw this throughout the rest of the week with the injury report. And, you know, hearing that they play on concrete or something, you know, realistically feeling like concrete when you fall on it. And people are complaining and then seeing the multitude of knee injuries and the amount of concussions that have been sustained just in week five for the NFL season this year. Like, I just, I don't know if there's anything the fans could do, but we should start a fucking petition. This is a joke. And I'm, I'm seriously, I'm not even talking about Milano. I don't want it to be like some hometown thing where I'm just all pissed off. I'm not. Shit happens and it's football and it's a physical game, but all these fucking kids, these children basically were just throwing millions of dollars and putting the best, most interesting position of their life and they're just so excited. They're just, they they get years taken from them. They get years of money taken from them. And an opportunity to make themselves more valuable by being better on the field. They take that. Because they're so fucking cheap that they gotta roll the shit turf out. And they gotta do it in London. That is a grass field. Grass field. It's absurd. And to be honest, I wish I was a little bit more accurate with my list. Because uh, I, I don't think it's accurate, so I don't even want to disclose the number and be wrong. Trying to keep things as as professional as I can, even though this is extremely unprofessional. I, I want to give you good, solid numbers that I'm positive on, and I have a good reference for. And um, I just don't. So I would give you the full number, but you can look yourself. It's a long list, stretching throughout every team. Um, and to see Roger Goodell in these fucking stadiums with that stupid stuff, Stupid fucking sweater on. I don't know why, but every time I personally see Roger Goodell, he's got that stupid-ass sweater with the fucking white tee underneath it. You are a fucking billionaire. Buy new clothes. Buy new fields, you fucking loser. You and everything that is in your family line from the fucking roots to the newest branch, bitch. Fuck you. Fuck you. Sell the league, please. 
please fucking sell the league. I'm asking. Everybody's asking. They've been asking for fucking years. Since I, the day I was born, people hated you. You weren't even the commissioner yet. Fuck you. Fuck you and your family and everything. God. It's just absolutely fucking absurd to me that these people that just support, they are the legs. They're, they're the Achilles tendon. You want to use that fucking term? The Achilles tendon of your fucking business. And you don't care to protect them. Ever. In fact, you made changes that indefinitely put them in risks and put them in, in, you know, at areas where they have the risk of injury. Things were different a long fucking time ago. People were throwing themselves at running backs like fucking heat seeking missiles, just firing at them with their fucking head down. And I still think there was less injuries then. Than right fucking now. That injury list for week five. Is absurd. So I just had to take another fucking ten minutes. Of my fucking podcast. My time. My show. My thing. To say fuck you to Roger Goodell. And it, I just think that's. That should be everyone's opinion. If you really like him. Fuck you too. Hate that guy. And it just, these years of being a Bills fan, these last four or five years, the injuries have been absurd. And are all of them because of the turf? No. But the amount of injuries that were caused by the turf throughout the entire NFL, it's been just these past couple years have just been way worse. So what is the change? Why why is this happening more? Because people played a lot riskier back in the day. And it feels like that was a healthier league overall. I might be wrong. The numbers might prove me wrong. And I'll fact check that and bring that to next week. Because I don't know. And I'm not going to sit here and try and look it up and be all discombobulated. I'm not going to do that. But I will fact check that because I feel like that's how it was. So I just, I wish we knew what happened and what was changed. Uh, But it definitely started changing when that fucking idiot Goodell got in the seat and took over. So, as always, fuck you, Roger Goodell. We're going to add that. You know what I say? Go Bills. Bills by a billion always. And then fuck you, Roger Goodell, at the end of it. Every time. And I hope you say it with me. Fucking idiot. Anyways, we lost again. That happened. Um, it was... Uh, and, and another thing that happened that I dislike about Roger Goodell is... And he said that they were testing this this year in, a, in an interview or a podcast of some sort. He said, we're going to keep Jacksonville in London for two weeks and see if it's a clear advantage for the team. Looked like an advantage. And I'm not knocking the Jacks. They played a good game, but... Those London games, I fucking hate them. It's not an accurate depiction of that team versus the other team, especially when they have a whole two weeks to to sit out there and practice and get used to it. And I'm not saying this is the reason we lost, and I hate I hate when people try to to 
take these things that happen to the team or, you know, when they get out there and just be like, oh, that's how we lost. The Jacksonville Jaguars suck. They don't suck. They have a very good team. They're well-constructed and they're well-coached. And I love Doug Peterson. And I think he's assembled a really good offensive threat in the Jacksonville Jaguars. And we didn't have corners to cover. We had a major injury to Matthew Milano, which I have good news for, but we'll get to that at the ass end of the show. We also had an injury to Daquan Jones, peck injury, looking like a torn peck. And we'll get to that later too. But, you know, two huge injuries, astronomical injuries to this defense. And it showed. Uh, and that's not even counting Trey being out. And that showed its ugly head a lot, especially on the final play. Well, I'm going to call it the the knife through our heart at the end of the game when Mike Hyde was put to cover Calvin Ridley one-on-one on the outside and just got dogged. But I feel like that uh, it just it showed that we needed people and we didn't have them. And it's things that we don't, but we gotta we gotta make do. Um, yeah, that, that that was bad. Uh, and I also think our offense just it looked just pitiful through that first half. It just didn't look right. And it like you know the Bills have their moments. I know. But trust me, I've been here a long time. But like this game, it just it it seemed like jet lag. It seemed like they were just slower. They they had their feet in the mud. They they weren't. They just weren't playing together. And it was just a a really and and together not even together as a team, but like mentally together. They didn't play like they had a fucking brain. And um, I I'm definitely gonna point towards the fact that they were probably jet lagged and Jacksonville was up eating tea and crumpets at eight in the morning, fucking ready to roll. And we were off some fucking airplane peanuts, like a bad Jerry Seinfeld joke, and just trying to make do. So I really do think that was a factor. But, you know, at the end of the day, the team could have played better. Absolutely. But that's what sucks about these London games, man. I get marketing the NFL to other countries. God bless you. Do that. Just don't send the bills over there anymore, please. I can't take it. I like a fair matchup. I like to see which team is better. I appreciate a well-constructed football team, and it stinks when two really, really, really good rosters. Like, I I, I know the Jacksonville Jaguars are kind of new to the scene, if you will, but I still think they're like a fucking bomb team. I think they, they made really good roster decisions that a lot of people, including myself, question, and it, it's really showing that they were worthwhile. So I'm... I'm Sad that we weren't able to witness an even game between these two. I don't think we played them again. If you can't remember, um, but I kind of hope we do. I hope we see them in the playoffs. Uh, judging everything goes right for both teams, I I want to see that matchup. You know, clean whistle for both team and teams. Excuse me, and play a good game. But uh, Jacksonville came out and really tore shit up. Like, I'm not lying. They had a really good game uh, entirely. I mean, Trevor Lawrence just wasn't stoppable. I mean, 25 for 37, 315 through the air and a tug, 
Um, that those aren't incredible stats, but he had a good run game to back him. So it's like, you know, when that happens, people will sometimes negate the quarterback and be like, well, he had Travis Etienne running for, what did he have? Why? Oh, come on. You know, my internet's being really bad right now, and I'm not re-recording this, so you guys are just going to struggle with me. I, I don't give a shit. Um, but, you know, what's his name? Etienne had a really good game, and people will negate the quarterback play for that, but he managed the game. Made the throws when he needed to be made. I thought they were kind of flat. I'm kind of mad that the the defense let them kind of just play that way and get away. And to be fair, no, that's not the defense's fault. That's the offense. The offense could have taken control of this game throughout the first, second, and third quarter. And they didn't. And both teams came alive in the fourth. And, you know, they just had a couple more points than us. So. It's uh, it's a shame to see this one go, but everybody had a good game on Jacksonville. You got to give them props, and I really don't want to, and I'm I'm mainly telling myself this just to give it up. But like ETN, 26 attempts, 136 on the ground, two tugs, had that 35 yard run. I think that's the longest of the year for them, and he still caught four balls too, and and four caught four balls out of five, 48 yards. 22-yard catch. Like, he was killing us. He's killed us a couple of times. And then the receivers just did what they had to do. Ridley, 7 for 8, 122 through the air. No tugs, but, you know, put that knife through our heart at the end. And, and, And Christian Kirk, the guy that I really was just like, why are they giving this guy all this fucking money? 6 for 8, 78 yards. Did what he had to do consistently blocks and and makes the plays that are needed to win football games. Really like Christian Kirk and looking back on that signing, really good signing by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Just a solid move. And Evan Ingram only came down with half his targets. Still at 28 yards. Zay Jones, who I thought was a great role player for the Bills, but people really hated on him. Uh, you know, caught three out of five balls. And he's a good receiver. Uh, they just they did what they had to do, and they kicked our fucking ass. And it's tough to just sit and, and not even sit, but bear through games like that. Just hurt your fucking head. And now just the two losses that we've had so far have just been such like we were there and we were going to win the game, but Josh Allen doesn't want to play the first time, so we lost fairly. And then this one's just like, we... Ah, we could have had this. I think everybody in Buffalo was expecting us to have this one, and we just couldn't pull through. And I'm not really mad with how Josh played. I'm not. I mean, the guy, 27 for 40, 359 through the air, two tuds. Two tuds! Two tuggies! But that interception, the interception was kind of like a punt, so forget about it. Oh my god, did you hear that fucking... What's this, what's this dumbass ad? Toyota. Thanks, Toyota. Certified vehicles. Fuck you. Cars are shit. Interrupting me, motherfucker. Um, yeah, no, I, I like how Josh played. Uh, I, I think there was balls that could have been hit. And, and that just comes down to the, the team kind of being loopy from the plane. 
Uh, I mean, but he ran for a touchdown, called three for Josh. Huh. You know, that's good, I guess. All right, game from Josh. Uh, run game was unsustained the entire time. The run game fucking sucked. Cook ran it five times for negative four yards with them Josh Jacobs-ass numbers. Get them the fuck out of here. Our best running back was Damian Harris. Three rushes, 13 yards. Tavius Murray had two for six. Just playing from behind, you know. Can't do nothing about it. Uh, receivers balled out. That's kind of cool, I guess. I mean, Diggs, eight for 11, 121 in a tug. Gabe, six for eight, 100 yards and a touchdown. Faced him in fantasy. God fucking damn it. I love you, Gabe Davis, but fuck you. Son of a bitch. Uh, and then, you know, Deontay Hardy had two for 62. No, 43 yards. Whoa, whoa. Strike from Hardy. Something's actually going on with him in the offense these past two weeks. I'm happy with it. Uh, Kincaid, two for 19. Pinged his head off the ground. Got a concussion. He's on the injury report this week and probably not going to play. So that fucking sucks. Uh, Dawson Knox also on the injury report with a wrist injury. Fucking sucks. Three for six, 17 yards for him. Uh, Shakir caught one for 11. Sherfield had one for minimum yards. And uh, Cook had three for 25. So the receivers played all right. And I think they got where they needed to be. I think there was one real bad catch from, or excuse me, drop, I should say, from Gabe Davis. Uh, that hurt. I think he was on third down. I can't remember game. This is why I try to get these out immediately because I forget the game after the first watch. But I just shit weeks didn't have time. Uh, but yeah, I I think that the receivers did what they needed to do. But there was a couple of opportunities missed from not only Josh but also from Gabe and not really Steph. Steph came out and balled. Uh, I mean, the one release that he threw the tablet and that all the media is like, oh my god. Gabe Davis, he's, or excuse me, uh, Stephon Diggs, such a problem. He's a sideline player, a locker room problem. No, the fuck he's not. He's a competitor, you fucking loser who played on the tennis team in high school. Fuck you. Be quiet. All right, he's just upset. He's, he's a good player, and he holds himself to a standard. Unlike you on the fucking chess team. Shut your face. Real people understand this. You fucking don't for some reason. I I can't stand that. It's so stupid. People just got to find reasons to call receivers, especially Diggs, for some reason, a diva. He just cares a lot. I don't like that. I think it's stupid. Uh, and I think our defense... I think our defense played good. Like, look at the score. Fourth quarter was a little iffy, but, like, you know, you're jet-lagged. You're worn out. You're, you're worn out, excuse me. You're fucking tired. It's tough, but that's just the way it is. And and the injuries they showed. What'd you expect? You expect everything to be all sunshine and rainbows on the defensive side of the ball? No. When you're easily the best defensive player in football right now, debate me. Let's fucking do it. Debate me, please. Milano's the best defensive player in the league right now. No diggity. He's gone. Your top corner, who's an all-pro, is gone. Your defensive tackle, who was going to be a fucking all-pro, I feel, gone. Come on. All right? You don't have much to work with. But, I mean, the stud on on this day in London, this shit day in London, uh, Epinesa. Good game. Had that little fumble recovery with two sacks, a TFL. 
Not a bad game. I really liked how he played. And three passes defense. That lanky arm slender man looking Samoan motherfucker. Three passes defense. That's a great game. He defended the pass better than our corner. Shit. Put him in the slot. Fuck it. We ain't got no fucking options right now. Uh, I also thought Floyd played good. Two sacks. Floyd very, very, very quietly kind of walking up those sack ranks in the NFL right now. Like It's very quiet. But, I mean, you, the sack leaders right now, TJ Watts first with eight. And then, let's see here, Josh Allen, Trey Hendricks, Daniil Hunter, and Khalil Mack all have six. So they're tied. Or Yes, they have six sacks, so they're all tied for second place. So in sixth place, technically in the NFL, really third if you if you want to count it like that, but sixth place entirely is uh, Leonard Floyd, five and a half. And he looks good. And he's tied with Miles Garrett, that dude from Denver, Benito, who's just fucking tearing shit up, and uh, Max Crosby. Really, 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 really like what I'm seeing out of Leonard Floyd. Uh, it's, uh, that's a great pickup. An insane pickup, for that matter. I can't believe it. Uh, but I'm happy to see it. And that also leaves, uh, I should also bring up in this moment, that Ed Oliver had a fucking monster game, too. Uh, I, I think Ed Oliver is our best signing to this point, and I fucking hated that we signed him. And I'm biting my tongue. My bad. I'm sorry. I lied. I was wrong. I didn't lie. I, I was very truthful about it, and I'll hold myself to that. But, um, yeah, I was wrong. He's a really good player. Nine total tackles, three TFLs, sack. And right now, he's also, it's not quietly, but he is uh, tied for first place in the NFL right now for TFLs with Daniil Hunter. I mean, that's above guys like TJ Watt, Crosby. Khalil Mack, who had a really good game. I guess he's relevant again. Aaron Donald. <laughs> Crazy. I don't know about you guys. His allergies are kicking my ass. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, yeah, Oliver looks like a great signing. Really happy with how he's playing. He's having an all-pro year, and I bet he'll get to that team. And it's a shame that, you know, uh, what's his name? God, why is his name? Why? Wow. I just completely, oh, Daquan Jones. I just completely forgot his name. I said it two minutes ago. Uh, it's a shame that Daquan Jones is out because he's just perfect counterpart. And uh, whatever. We'll figure it out. Uh, Bernard had 16 tackles. That's the high of his, highest of his career. Congratulations, TB. Kair uh, Elam had 11 tackles. Look iffy. People are instantly going to say he looked really bad. Um, I don't think he looked good. I don't think he looked like a guy that I wanted on the field or would want on the field. Um, I understand why, and I think everybody now in the Bills Mafia should understand why he was inactive the first couple weeks. Excuse me. Uh, he just looked really bad coverage-wise. I But like at the same time, played physical, got in the face of the receiver. Like We, we got what we got with this kid. Like, we got what we were told we were going to get. He's a little handsy. You can get up in somebody's face. He can match speed, but coverage skills kind of lack. And he, it shows. We got exactly what we were told we were going to get. So he's a project player. 
Um, so I hope we can figure it out. But do I want him on the field right now? Oh, fuck no. Fuck no. And we go and we go inside Josh Norman. Ooh. The hairs on my arms are tingling. Fucking Josh Norman. Like he's been the joke of the recent NFL when he got little brothered by Derrick Henry. And that's not even my problem with him. I'm just saying that because it's fucking funny. My problem with him is he's what, 35? Did he? I think he was on a practice squad last year. God, there's there's nobody else. Like, I know McDermott had him in Carolina, and there's that synergy and go with what you know. There's not another fucking name. Like, there's nobody on that list that we can go and attain to help us. But no, we got to get fucking Josh Norman, who Lord knows is needing a cane at this stage in his NFL career. Christ. Um, Dane Jackson is now out with an injury, but I... I wasn't mad with how he played, but I wasn't pleased with it. And it's hard to say that against a team like Jacksonville that just has a really stacked receiving core. So I, I want to see another game out of him, but who knows if he'll even play because he went out with a foot injury. Turf Fields, Goodell, fuck you. Piece of shit. Um, but, you know, I, I thought he played okay. But I feel like there was moments where he just got flat out beat. But against a team like that, what are you really going to do? Uh, Poyer was all right. Thought Hyde was okay until he let up that last big play to Calvin Ridley. That sealed it. But, I mean, Micah Hyde on Calvin Ridley? Really? That's the best option we have? Taron Johnson, maybe? Against Calvin fucking Ridley? He throws 20 bucks and the Mariners winning a game or whatever the fuck it was. And everybody's like, oh, I don't know who this Calvin Ridley guy is. He's pretty good. No shit. He's one of the best Alabama receivers ever. He's one of the best Falcon receivers ever. This isn't fucking new. It's not new to the coaches either, these idiots. Put Taron Johnson on him if he's your best cover guy. Fuck it. Rather than take a chance with Kirk or Jones or Ingram. God, stupid. It's a Leslie Frazier type play call. Fucking dumb. But that's my first problem with this McDermott defense. Quote it here. Week five was my first problem. I love how this defense is still being played. Uh, and also a person I had a problem with was uh, Mr. Dorian Williams. Played all right. Made mistakes fast. That's what you want to see out of uh, a rookie. That's what you hear all the analysts say and the sportscasters. You want to see him make mistakes, but going full speed. Uh, he made a lot of fucking mistakes full speed. And the people I choose to listen to, uh, they some of them felt a little bit better about how he played and hopeful. And I do think there's a lot of room for improvement. And I think that uh, he can be a good player. And this is his first game and we had time. We have a lot of time with him. And at, what, four-year contract? And we're not putting Dodson in? I pray to fucking Jesus we're not putting Dodson in. Praying. And I, I know that I think TB has the ability to play like that Milano type role, not play as good as Milano, but play like him. And uh, even when Milano and Dotson were the starters, it didn't look good. Mainly for the reason that Terrell Dotson was in the game. So I hope Williams works out, but a lot of missed tackles. 
so many missed tackles, and I just, it hurts. It hurt to watch it. Just first downs, they, they barely earned. And just, you know, first guy at the ball, at least slow him down. And he was just fucking whiffed by him and his no gloves, dreadlocks, having ass. Just whoosh off your fucking television screen. Like a David Copperfield trick. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I was not pleased with how um, Dorian Williams played. He had five tackles. Whippity doo da, whippity day. My oh my, didn't do nothing for me. Did nothing. Still lost the fucking game. Uh, I should also bring up that Epinesa, Floyd, and Oliver had a forced fumble. Uh, did they get recovered? Two of them did. Epinesa recovered, I believe, his own. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. And uh, Dorian, or excuse me, not Dorian Williams, Terrell Dodson. Hey, there's something he did right. Uh, recovered another fumble. So, woo, that's cool. Uh, I thought the defense played good, but. Not enough to win the game, and I do think it was a problem that we were jet-lagged. Uh, now we move on to next week, the New Jersey Jets edition. Again, or excuse me, not Jets, Giants, New Jersey Giants. Haha, <laughs> fucked it up. Uh, yep, New Jersey Giants. This should be... <sighs> I'm not going to say that. Because we just have a bad future, or excuse me, a bad past of uh, messing these kind of games up. Should be a blank. Fill in the blank. Uh, I think we should walk in, or excuse me, I think they're coming to Buffalo. Yes, they are going to be in Highmark. I think they should walk in here, uh, get their asses kicked, uh, and leave. I assume that's what's going to happen. I'm hoping that's what's going to happen. Uh, I don't even like want to go over this team. Daniel Jones has played piss poor. Uh, not only for the fact that I think that he's a very mediocre, if not very much below average quarterback, um, but also his offensive line can't give him a second. They couldn't block uh, a grain of rice with some pads on. They couldn't. They'd fucking just walk away. These people don't care about Daniel Jones's health. Uh, they're they're terrible. You've probably seen Evan Neal, their first round pick out of. Uh, what school? I can't remember. I want to say Alabama, but I think I'm wrong. Um, but he was a first round pick and he's saying that these construction workers and, and, and people who are fans, uh, shouldn't have an opinion because they're construction workers and make hot dogs and shit on, uh, how he's been playing this year. He's played terrible. And I saw a radio show. I can't remember. If I can, what I'll do is I'll repost it on the TikTok at the old New York underscore. Uh, and I'll, I'll write a little caption underneath saying, this is what the fuck I meant. Uh, but yeah, they have this guy who covers them, radio show. I don't remember his name off the top of my head. Um, but he went in on fucking Evan Neal. Like, just went off ballistic into the microphone. Uh, and it was hilarious. And he was right. Yeah, just to sum it up, these people pay for your contract. They pay for, you know, the team. They have to be good because you're paying for it as a fan. These players have to live up to their name because you're expecting them to be good. And to go and just shit talk them like that, 
the way that he did, disrespectful and deserved. And I hope that uh, I hope that little radio show host got his. I hope that uh, Evan Neal heard that because fuck you, just like you know, you idiot. Don't be a dick. All right, you're playing like garbage. Own it. Fix it. Get over it. Uh, but I, I like that he's playing like garbage. I like that their whole offensive line has looked terrible. Let's take advantage of that this week because we know we can. Um, and then, you know, the receivers, Isaiah Hodgins is not everything. He is a practice squad guy until you got him, and he had a couple of good games. He still looks good, but that's not enough. Saquon Barkley, he's been getting used. I won't lie to that. Like, he... It's not that he has had like absolutely no touches, you know. Like it's not that, but I still believe that they could be using him a lot more. And I mean, this year, twenty nine attempts, one hundred fourteen yards, and a touchdown. Fuck that! Let me take back what I just said. They're not using Saquon Barkley enough. My lord. He only has 29 attempts on the year. That's real. Was he injured? Injured in a car called William Matar? Is that what fucking happened? This is news to me. Holy shit. I'm looking up his full stats. Was he injured? Am I dumb? I think I'm a little dumb, and that's fine. But, like, wow. 29 rushing attempts for easily the best football player on your team, if not one of the best running backs in the league. Oh my God, he got injured again this year. I didn't even know that. Well, in the games that he was used uh, in weeks one and two, 12 attempts, 51 yards, three catches, 12 yards, no touchdowns. And in Arizona, he had a rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown. He had a pretty good game. I didn't know he got injured again. That's news to me. Well, Joseph, I did my homework. He, 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 he. Yeah, no, he I just needs to be used more and if he can even play. Uh, but I think in general, that's just been a problem for this team since they got him. And I think it was, you know, his first couple of years, I mean, he flashed, but then he got injured in 2022. He looked good. And they're like, let's do this. Let's fucking let's sign him back. Finally, after deciding not to give him the money he truthfully deserves, and let's use him, and, you know, he gets injured again. And still, even in the games that he did play, could have been used more. Arizona was a bad example, but in the first game, like, real bad. And that's the backbone of your team. You got to get him going. So hopefully they have him, so it'll make it sort of interesting. Uh, I think their defense has been minimal. Been very, very minimal. I think Kayvon Thibodeau has not looked like the player they decided to draft. And I bet they are swinging at their pillows at night. And they drafted him over, I can't remember the other edge rushers in that draft. But I know Kayvon Thibodeau wasn't the top one. He, I, I think he was projected to be the top one, but looking back on it, he's not. That's a better way of putting it. Just pfft, has not played up to his abilities. Evan Neal pfft, hasn't played up to his abilities. Uh, I think we're going to kick the shit out of him. It's Sunday night football. We're in Buffalo. And I'll tell you what, I didn't bring this up. Uh, I didn't bring this up the week 
after. So the Dolphins, uh, after the Dolphins game. I didn't bring it up in that podcast where I was talking about Trey White's injury. Uh, but I did say that if you are a Bills fan, uh, to really amp it up for the Dolphins game. Get out there. Get rowdy. If you're 400 miles away, scream at your television. Get into it. And uh, I didn't give props to the Mafia that during that Dolphins game, they were saying it was like a playoff atmosphere. People were going fucking bonkers. I could hear the game from my house. And I'm miles away. I'm a town over. And I could hear the fucking stadium. You guys showed up. This is another game. Let's just let's just fucking slaughter these sheep. My projection's 50 zip. Fuck them. Nah, it'll be like 38, 40, nothing. We're gonna smoke them. And the thing is, I feel like they might have a better chance than before in earlier games this year to throw the ball because their secondary is getting weaker. But it's going to come down to their offensive line. And if their offensive line can't do anything about our defensive line, it's wraps. It's wraps. Uh, and it's funny because Dable was in a press conference today and he was talking about how Josh Allen, you can put him in any system. He's great. He can do, he can do this. He can, he can throw the ball 80 yards and put it in the right spot. He can run the ball great. He can run to his right and throw left. He, you can hear like the sadness in his voice. He's like, yeah, he can do all these things that Daniel just can't fucking do. And he just was sad. You can hear it. I felt a little bad for him, but fuck him. <laughs> Fuck them. Who cares? Let's kill them. It's time. Mount the army. Let's go kick their ass. I'm saying 50 nothing. Ah. Nah, it's too bold. Nah, we'll go 40 nothing. 43. That's better. Because we can never just blow out a team and shut them out. Gotta have that extra three points. Pity field goal. Like the commanders game. You just gotta kick the field goal to break the break the zero on the board. And I don't like that. Um, I do want to talk about injuries real quick, because obviously there's a lot of them. There's a fair amount of injuries right now for the Buffalo Bills, and yeah, it's it's not helping our team be better right now, but we just got to keep chugging along. But right now, at this very moment, our injury, uh, our injury list looks like Daquan Jones is on IR for a pec tear. He was... Him and Milano were added to that, I want to say today, officially. Uh, Braylon Spector is looking better, and he's questionable this week with that hamstring injury, so he might be able to suit up. We'll see. Uh, Shaq Lawson is out with a toe injury. Benford is out with a shoulder. He's looking like he's going to come back. He's practicing again. Uh, but that makes Dane Jackson have to get a fucking injury for some reason. Uh, foot injury. Questionable for Sunday, not looking good for him, I guess. Uh, obviously, Milano's out with the, the leg injury, which we'll get back to in a second. Uh, Rousseau's out with the foot, looking like a multi-week. Looking like he might be out another week after this or the week after that. Uh, it's looking like this is a little more serious. Uh, he'll be back, but we're going to have to give that one time to see what's really up. Uh, Knox is out with the wrist. <laughs> that stinks. Uh, Kincaid is also out with a concussion. Uh, Playing on a concrete field, landing on concrete, hurting yourself. Um, I don't know if that's what influenced Knox's injury or if it was a hit, um, but I can imagine that's what happened to Kincaid. Uh, let's see here. So concussion. Trey White, Achilles, IR. We know that. It's a shame. Uh, 
Justin Shorter's out on IR, hamstring. Same with Tommy Doyle. Same with, uh, I want to say his name, Zach Davidson. Yes, Zach Davidson and Naeem Hines. So those are injuries we knew about. But with this Matt Milano injury especially, um, McDermott did not say that they are out indefinitely for the year yet. He's leaving a, a tiny crack in that window open that they might be all right and they might be able to come back and play. And I was reading, uh, if you want injury uh, accurate injury reports, especially on the Buffalo Bills, follow the thigh doctor. Okay? The thigh doctor is a former NFL, um, how'd you put that? Not physician, but he's a, a former NFL medic. We'll call him. That's not the right word. God, what would the word be? I don't know. He's a part of the medical staff. And he has a fair opinion on athletic injuries. And he was saying that what he had saw and what was released from Matt Milano's injuries, uh, it looks like a broken fibula and a possible MCL sprain. M as in Michael. So like the knee. But he said a sprain. Didn't say anything about an ACL tear. Therefore, if there's no tear, Milano could get back with a perfect recovery. A perfect recovery could get back in three months. So that McDermott's leaving an itty-bitty crack open for Milano to come back this year. I don't want him to break his leg several times, but if he's in a good position, there's a possibility still to this point at what? 6.33 on Thursday, October 12th, that he could come back. We'll see what happens with news after that. Uh, still a chance. And he's even saying there's a chance with Daquan Jones. I didn't see anything from the thigh doctor on that subject. Um, But McDermott's leaving that window open too. But if it's a torn pack, that's got to be out for the year. So I, I just think they might be getting second opinions, third opinions. We'll see. But even if Milano got back, be what? Playoff time? Not in the playoffs. So everything would have to go right for that. So we'll see. But windows open still. So I thought I'd let you guys know. Because they, they might come back and defy odds. Uh, but this game, we really need Dane Jackson to be healthy. We really need Benford to be healthy. Uh, if we can get one of the two Kincaid or Knox, that'd be awesome. Really need one of them guys on the field. Quentin Morris is good, but I don't think he's good enough to play the whole game. I uh I think there's still possibilities with this injury report, so we got to keep our heads up. When Milano got injured, ruined the game for me. I really didn't care about anything else that happened. Kind of numb to the loss. Um, but it's over. New week, page turned, new chapter, and I hope they're doing what they got to do in that building to prepare. Um, just a winnable game. I'm not forget. Me saying 50 nothing and all this bullshit. It's a winnable game. Let's just go take it and just and get that morale and stack wins together. That's how you become a successful NFL team. You're every coach say, you gotta stack the wins together, stack the good things on top of each other and continue them on. Uh, but in all seriousness, I think we're winning this 40 nothing. 40 to 3. Just let's have the field goal in. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a good game. If you're going to the game, have a great time. Sunday night, 
call into work on Monday, say, I'm not going to be there. Are you sick? No, I'm just not. I'm going to wake up in some lady's fucking deck. I'm just going to wake up on her pool deck, toe dipped in the water, piss all over myself, and a Bills jersey. She's going to fucking wake me up, and I'm just going to start yelling the shout song like the beginning and end of the end of the show. Just start screaming it. I want you to just get fucking rowdy. Whatever you got to do. If you got to jump through some tables, do it. If you got to eat some hot wings, do it. Please. Get rowdy if you're home. Enjoy yourself. Get loud. Yell at the TV. If you got kids and you're like, I'll be quiet. It's, a, it's just a game. Let them yell. There's times to yell. There's times to get that out, that energy out. Let them yell. This is a big one. We need it. It's a morale booster. Everyone in Buffalo right now, we're a little like, shit, can't believe that happened with Milano. And everybody's a little upset. Trust me, I'm there. So let's let's do what we can to help our team go get one for the Gipper. Bring it home and, and, and get that morale going. But I will say at this point, uh, I will always focus on the Bills like intensely. And the show will continue to be about the Bills. But they're officially my 1B. Tonight, soon, the Sabres are going to be playing. And I'm fucking stoked. And I'm debating if I'm going to have a Sabres section of this show. I don't know if that'd really work. Uh, I'm also not as knowledgeable on hockey as I am on football. But, man, I love the Sabres. And we're going to kick ass this year. Levi's in net. Benson's on the third line. Makes the team as an 18-year-old. Steal the draft. Just re-signed Owen Power seven years. Rasmus Dahlin, eight years. Core four, them, Cousins, Thompson, all together though what? 2030? 2027, maybe? This team's looking up. And if you're thinking like it's the end of the rack for the Bills and there's no sway in your mind, start paying attention to the Sabres. If you don't like, I didn't like hockey last year. I'm a fair weather Sabres fan, and I'm not afraid to say it. I, they've sucked and sucked and sucked and sucked, but but at least we can say that we made the most out of it, and we got a bunch of first round picks, first overall picks, and we're doing better. So something to watch. Get into it. Get into the Bandits. We got good sports here in Buffalo. It's it's a good time to be a Buffalo sports fan. So thank you for listening. As always, follow. The Instagram and the TikTok, please. Uh, it's at the old New York underscore. Super simple. Takes two seconds to follow and show you support the show. I would greatly appreciate it. And if you got a small side hustle, you mow lawns. You're going to shovel driveways for the fucking winter because we know how our winters are. You're going to clean gutters for the fall. I don't care what it is. If you got a lemonade stand, hit me up. Go on that Instagram DM. Hit me up. Go on the TikTok. Go on that DM. Hit the business email. Doesn't matter. Hit me up, and I'll give you an ad read just like the ones that we've had. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy the game. Enjoy Sabres game tonight. Go Sabres. And uh, go Bills. Bills by a billion always. And fuck you, Roger Goodell, you piece of shit.